Hello and welcome to episode 114 of the True Achievements podcast. Joining me today, I have Jack. Hello. Hello. And Dave. Hello again. Hello again. How are you both? Good, Good thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward thing where you yeah, ask two people. people yeah. Same time on the podcast. But excellent. I've been playing Far Cry. In fact, that's all I've been playing. I've finished the game, the main game. I've got five achievements left, but they involve lots of difficult fishing challenges. <laughs> which is quite annoying. So I don't know whether I'm going to bother doing them, but I'm close now. I've only got, yeah, and as I say, five achievements left. Two of them are easy, I think. Um, and then there's three slightly tricky ones. But what a game. Oh, it's so well pitched. At the end of each of the three quadrants, you've got like a big battle thing. Um, I don't, I'm not going to spoil it, but each time you clear a region, you have a big final battle. They're all quite similar to a degree, but they're, they're all tough and tricky and require actual planning and a little bit of stealth and stuff but it's just awesome awesome game uh it's the best game i've played in a long long time i've put in 41 hours i think now uh, which is a lot for me mm, this um, is a bit of a correlation with you and open world games at the minute you, open world Ubisoft yeah, games, Assassin's yeah. Creed, i know Far Cry. it's weird well it's also a bit of a lull in the market isn't there there's not much AAA new stuff coming out uh that interests me anyway so yeah uh, we had a question from ian about far cry he asks, with Far Cry 5 being a great game, which has mentioned more than once, <laughs> cheers, uh, why don't more big games get released in Q1? gives more time to actually play them. And I think this, Jack, you are exactly right. I think we had a new story. I'm not sure whether we've covered it, but Far Cry 5 sold twice as many copies as Far Cry 4, mm-hmm. I believe, already, um, which just shows you get your games out in Q1. I think there was a bit of a pushback because... Red Dead was initially going to be in Q1. So lots of people that had planned to put their games out in Q1 pushed them back. And now Red Dead's been pushed back. So I think that just mucked things up. But certainly there's a lot of people playing Sea of Thieves. I think they said 2 million concurrent they got at some point over the last couple of weeks. Um, And obviously loads of people playing Far Cry 5 as well. So uh, it does seem like a sensible time to, to put your games out. I don't know why more people don't do it. I think we've been saying this for years, though, and it will, it will be exactly the same when it comes to June because there's always a bit of a lull there as well. Mm. So, Dave, you're also playing Far Cry. You've not done as well as me. No. Um, a mere two achievements. Did you have any thoughts on games releasing in Q1? I think it's definitely worth more games companies looking at. I guess there's a reason why they don't. Maybe it's like a they, they don't get as many sales or something. I don't know, but you you hear Sea of Thieves and like say Far Cry Five getting the best sales, and think that Sea of Thieves was the best selling Microsoft IP or something like new IP yeah. of this gen. So I remember uh, Red Dead did it. It's a great success. So I don't know. Was that was that the headline? Microsoft's best selling new IP of this gen. Yeah. Are there any others? <laughs> <laughs> a recall. Yeah, we've got one. There's a few. There was recall. There was quantum break and scale back. That wasn't this gen. Was yeah, quantum break. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've been quite. A well, few, this gen's yeah. been around for ages now, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Scalebound, yeah, that did really well. Sold millions of copies. (laughs) Okay, anyway, so buy Far Cry 5 if you haven't bought it. It is immensely uh, brilliant. Uh, And some very funny, like, partners. In fact, if you get stuck in the game, don't forget you can go to your roster and get people to come along for the ride. Some of them are quite useful, especially some of the big cats that you can get towards the end there's a there's a bear called cheeseburger and there's a um <laughs> <Cheeseburger>. <laughs> there's a like a leopard or something 
Uh, I can't remember what she's called, uh, but she's pretty awesome as well. And they will they will take down people a lot, and you get perk points when they hit their challenge limits as well. So uh, don't forget to do that because I forgot to do that for quite a large portion of the game. But those guys are cool. Uh, how are you getting on with it, Dave? You've only got two more achievements, which is yeah, not especially great. I started playing it that the day that I got it and did the first area and then I remember it was I, I got a choice of you know I guess it was the first mission in the, each of the three areas yes but it tells but you to do one of them one, yeah. you kind of suggest yeah. one so I went doing that and I just got bored of going across the map and getting like attacked every time I moved anywhere where I didn't have any weapons hardly right okay that's Bex's main um issue <laughs> it was, with this game it was quite literally I, I they seemed to be, there was like a, a big body of water and it looked like that headed towards this place. So I jumped on a boat and I couldn't get two minutes without getting attacked. And because I had literally just the little guns that you get in that first starting area, I couldn't really fight anything. I was getting helicopters attacking me. And I was like, yeah, I just, uh, I'm going to leave this for now. And then, I, I don't know, I've not really had any inclination to jump back on it yet. I went on just to do some of the, the co-op stuff. Is it Far Cry Arcade, it's called? Yes. I saw there's a few achievements for that, and uh, somebody I know was asking if I'd help, so we kind of jumped in did a couple of them. There's, uh, Speaking of which, I did a boosting session for the uh, arcade achievements. So I've got the 100 multiplayer kills, and I've got the 10 wins on featured maps so thanks to uh everybody that was in that session it worked it's been such a long time since i actually did a uh, gaming session on ta but it worked so smoothly did, did you get your achievement and then leave or did you uh, stick no we, timed, we, we, we balanced it quite well because the teams are random so you you'd never really know uh, okay who's going to be on what side and obviously because we were sharing wins we basically said right who's got the least wins and their team we gave the win to each time mm-hmm. Uh, but it worked brilliantly. We did the whole lot in two hours. Six of us got both achievements. There were big old ratios, like eight point something ratios. So yeah, gaming sessions on TA. There's a website called True Achievements. It's really good. <laughs> do stuff. What else have you been playing, Dave? Uh did the final episode of Batman the Enemy Within. Ooh. I enjoyed the episode, but there was something in the build-up where what the choices that you'd made throughout the game, you were gonna get one of two versions of the Joker. And it wasn't like, you know, normally Telltale games, they kind of tell you that these, the choices matter, but you basically all end up at the same place. I yeah. think even like there was different scenes in the final episode, depending on which version of the Joker you got and stuff. And I was a bit disappointed because I just got the generic version of the Joker that everybody knows. I was I was hoping that I get this. There's like a vigilante version of him where he's. I, I think he's trying to do good, but it doesn't necessarily turn out good. And I, I kind of wanted to, that to happen. I don't know if there's a way you can go back through and, you know, force it. I think if you just start chapter five, maybe you could kind of you know choose options in the build up. I think they do that give you the options. If you haven't played this far, you can choose. So maybe yes. I, I can blag it and do it again. But I'd be interested to see what other people got but mine was just kind of generic and what everybody expects but, it but was, you, you still unlocked all the achievements just by seeing the generic ending yeah because it's just complete episode one of this chapter yeah or, or chapter one of this episode sorry so you just kind of standard telltale list it anyway yeah did the injustice there was the i can't remember what it's called it's like the ultimate edition is it that's come out recently yes and there's loads of new characters and things and yeah teenage mutant into channels yeah, they've all got one achievement tied to them. So there's quite a few DLC packs, pretty decent high ratio. 
So I just went through that. Probably took about an hour to get them all done. Oh wow! Okay, that's quick. There's uh, I think there's two left. There's one for getting a character to level thirty, which I'm about twenty three or something. It was previously a level cap of twenty, so a bit of grinding for that one. And then there's one for doing three challenges in like the. I guess it's like the tutorial mode, but I started doing one the other day and I was just tying my thumbs in knots trying to do comprehension. <laughs> like I'm yeah, gonna, I know what you mean. I'm going to leave that for now. Um, what else have I played? Riptide GP Renegade. forgot how good that game is. Really fun Completed game. it, I think. I've got one achievement left now. I've just got to get the Easter eggs in each level and some of them look a bit annoying because they're at specific points and obviously if you miss it, you've got to go back round again. So I'd, I'll probably try and do that one tonight but that's it really a lot of it i finished the, the birthday challenge so just go again going back Ooh, I haven't done that yet. you're not that long how long have we got left on that till the eighth <gasps> oh wow and i'm out tonight excellent <laughs> that leaves me tomorrow to try and do it i think i've got six letters left okay get on it Eek. cool okay jack i've actually played nothing this week but you lie you've played one thing <laughs> no this is the uh I'll... So Xbox Live's been having some quirks, hasn't it? With oh, yeah, it has, yeah. And I popped this achievement, met the requirements. It was popped on the... Um, well, it wasn't actually popped on the console at all either. Um, so I met the requirements for it and thought I'd just missed it somehow, uh, even though I hadn't. And then it popped while I was away. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unless so that was one playing my console. Um, <laughs> okay, we have a follow-up question to that, Dave. Yeah, so from my teammate, that by Treasy, how did the True Gaming Network All-Stars feel about not lasting as long in GTA ASC as the almighty Northern lads like gravy? Well, firstly, congratulations on an epic <laughs> team name. <laughs> um, so I have not let the side down here. Even with <laughs> a thousand point decay from Far Cry 5, I was still in the green for this week and was about 400 TA. So we decided to use a um, a 4K bonus, (laughs) which we did when we came into the office on Wednesday and uh, didn't think anything else of it, thinking, oh, we'll be safe here. Uh, Jack was on minus 200 and something. Um, But it still put us on 4,200 and something, I think, overall. Yeah, and we went out by 400 points. Uh, I only knew because suddenly I got a load of emails coming through with like comments (laughs) on my friend feed. I was like, why? Who's commenting? I haven't posted anything on my friend feed for ages. And yeah, it was the alerts that we'd been knocked Just out. Of forgot GTA, to so. check. <laughs> yeah, Which is, uh, annoying so I feel quite we, annoyed. We had another two bonuses of two thousand. I think we had three, yeah. three more because we earned another one last week. I was already so, yeah, out yeah. the individual. Though. There was no way I was so coming was back I. from that. I didn't have any bonuses left and uh, didn't have time to play anything. But so I'm a bit disappointed, really. But our our mission was always to last until April, so we yeah. did did actually. Did that. Part, we didn't so. beat Dave and Treasy, but. No. Yeah. We, we don't have time to play as many games as, as Northern. So. <laughs> I think they get higher ratio up there as well. It's like yeah, a, pity ratio. Yeah, ge- <laughs> geographical weighting is a bit weird. <laughs> they get more TA for their buck. Um, yeah, so I'm quite gutted about that. But um, say la vie. As, uh, well, next year. That Irish band once said. Uh, next year, exactly, yes. Uh, okay, let's move on to streams. So we did a couple last Thursday. We recorded early last week, so there was a couple of streams after we recorded. Jack, what yeah. were they? So two games last Thursday, Cube 2 and Where Are My Friends? Cube 2 was a puzzle platformer. Um, reminded me a lot of Portal. You basically have 
some power gloves and you can interact with different colored squares and depending on the color of a square it will do a different thing so if it's blue it'll make you bounce um, you can kind of toggle it on and off uh, if it's green it'll make a cube come out of it if it's orange it'll extend a cube out of it but quite a lot further so you've got to traverse the levels build ramps and use these different powers to change different squares in the environment to either get up ledges or move across gaps and just get through from point A to point B. It was really good though. Hadn't seen the first one at all, so I didn't really know what to expect. Um, really well made, and it felt like it could have been like a triple A game. To be fair, oh wow, okay, but really, really good. Not much to, in terms of story; it was more of the puzzles. The achievements weren't too bad either, though. I don't think I can't remember how many we got, but it yeah, was um, it yeah, it was a good game. And then we moved on to Where Are My Friends, which I have no clue what was going on here. Played a little <laughs> robot with uh, one wheel, and the robot was just a huge eye. And you were on some space station, and you had to try and find your friends, and each friend was stuck in a, a different zone, and the zone had a particular style um, of gameplay. So one of the zones was... Well, the first zone we were in, we had to go and interact with different things and do random things, so we had to clean the robot then we had to go and water some plants then we had to go and like jump over some orbs which was just totally random and then eventually we got around some like wheel of fortune style wheel with your friends on different sides we could spin it around and go to the zone and the zone we ended up in was some crazy drop down platforming section and it went on for about 50 minutes it was just (laughs) not fun um, didn't the controls were a bit clunky and it, yeah it, it's not one I'd recommend um, really um, it's interesting an interesting idea um, that's that's it okay and then you played four more games this week four more games this mm-hmm. week okay Alteric was the first so Tuesday was Alteric and this was a cube and it was another platformer you played a cube and you had to jump across the level um avoid the gaps and you had a double jump and that was it really um, <laughs> brilliant <laughs> you can pick that up today yep um, it was super difficult again and we started getting on to some later levels where it introduced more mechanics like backwards gravity and Ooh, stuff like that wow. uh, you also had the on the x button you could phase from one so each world had two states and the X toggled between the state. And it changed where the platforms were in the levels. So if there was a gap that looked too big to jump across, you'd have to do a jump and switch the backgrounds midair so that you could land on the platform that was in the other kind of state of the world. I watched you play this. It looked hard. Mm, yeah, we got onto a difficult level at the end where if you flipped the state, there was basically a straight path all the way up the middle with spikes on either side, and you could just let the controller sit there for about 45 seconds. Then you had to push the X button again and start dodging between spike platforms. And we didn't get past that level. And it just, yeah, it was all right. Um, difficult, though. <laughs> you, could, you did well, in fact, with the achievements. You got nearly half of them for 400G. Reminded so. me of Super Meat Boy. Um, yeah, it did look like a bit like that. Not as finessed. What was that other one you had to play where you had to switch? Don't mid-air? switch or die trying. Yeah, yeah that was quite similar. Similar to that. to that as well, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, and then you played Moved on Western to Press? Western Press, yeah. This was a Wild West shooter, and it was just quick time events. So you'd basically be put in a duel against somebody else. Um, you'd pull your gun out, and it'd give you a series of button pushes or directions of a stick on the left-hand side of the screen. Both people got the same um, combination, and you had to push those as quick as possible. Whoever did it first won the duel. That was it. Um, okay. So quite a lot of easy achievements. And then there's a mode called, um, it's like a time trial mode, and you go up against nine different people. But we found a way to kind of bypass learning the combinations. So it turns out if you pause the game, as soon as the stuff pops up, you can still see the button combinations. Then you can unpause quickly, push a couple of them, then pause it again. Okay. Keep doing that over and over again. Um, So Ollie played most of this one, but he was determined to do the last one uh, legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. And then he he gave up after about 20 (laughs) 20 minutes. Amazing. Yeah, stoop to my level. I would have been right on the pause. But okay, so you got um, a large quantity of gamer score in this game. Yeah, twelve achievements for seven hundred eighty-five gamer score in an hour. In an hour. Okay, so it's worth mentioning uh, if you plan on getting this game that it has an unobtainable achievement. It has an unobtainable, but that is a zero gamer score that achievement. Is a zero gamer score. Apparently, so the pre- developers are going to be removing it. Oh, okay. So this was something... Didn't think you could remove achievements. Apparently it was for a character that existed in a different version and they didn't put that character into this version so they, they're seeing if they can get rid of the achievement. I don't know if they'll be granted an exemption for it, but... I don't think you're allowed to delete or you can't delete. I think worse comes to worse, they'll be able to change it, it to something yeah, else. Exactly. So. Change your Rooney. Um, okay, what's up next? Uh, yesterday, two more games. First one was RBI Baseball 18. As I said to Dave yesterday, you <laughs> love your baseball. Yeah, we got our, our baseball sticks out and um, it's, it's a great old time. No, we, we really didn't know what was going on, but uh, we played um, two-player mode against each other. Okay. It was, Who won? Um, Ollie won. Yeah, but only by a couple of points, so not too bad. He pulled it back in like the the last couple of innings or whatever they called, didn't he? Yeah, there were times though where I went to check something on a computer quickly, <laughs> and he was just bowling against nobody. So <laughs> did give a bit of an advantage. Um, it was interesting. Though. So one thing that a lot of people in the chat pointed out, I didn't realise this is the only officially licensed baseball game on the Xbox at the minute. Yeah. Um, which is what about that other one? There used well, to be um, was it there's a cartoony two, one, two K baseball, whatever, or take and PlayStation two, has uh, MLB the Show. Is it that's like oh, a, yeah. a yearly yeah. thing on PlayStation? That's exclusive to them. Mm. So, so that's just quite interesting. But um, the game itself, it was a bit. Some of the stuff just felt very odd. So the bowling and the batting, or pitching and the batting, it was all tied to just the A button. And checking the control scheme, you should have been able to use the directional um, presses of the D-pad to change mm-hmm. the like, pitch of a ball, but it wasn't obvious if you, it was actually changing anything. And if you <laughs> used left and right on the D-pad, it actually moved your character. When your character was moving, um, when they were on the home plate or the pitcher's mound. Ooh, home plate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've learned a lot. It's all <laughs> pitcher's mound. Um, if when you were moving your character, their legs didn't actually move, so they just kind of ice skated <laughs> around, and it felt like you were just in a laggy online game, even though you were is, playing locally. This is a um, proper licensed baseball title. And I think it's it's actually made by the the Major League Baseball 
companies. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it was just a bit bizarre. Though. You think they'd uh, like have a budget to add in some footsteps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there you go. It was bizarre. So you used the left and right on the D-pad to like move your character and stuff, and you just pushed A to pitch, and that was it. And then your character would automatically run. Um, you could get people out, but if you if the other team caught the ball, you had to run all the way back round, and I kept forgetting to do that. So then it'd be a leisurely stroll across the pitch, and they'd tap my player with a ball, and I'd be out. <laughs> so I think a lot of the um, yeah, we we just didn't know what we were doing really. But no, uh, you got naught achievements. <laughs> yep, naught achievements as well. The achievements do look quite grindy I think but apparently people in the chat were saying they're not as bad as the RBI baseball 17 oh okay good because I have completed that so <laughs> I think that was games <laughs> of gold so oh. okay check that out and then you fire the final game is Spiral Splatter yeah Spiral Splatter so this felt like a phone game that had been ported over <laughs> to the Xbox so it had the standard you know the three big buttons at the end of each level the level select the retry level and like just a three star rating for each level it was a little 2D platformer, though. Um, you controlled a little ball on the center of the screen, and you literally rolled it through a maze. If you touched the walls, you died. If you touched uh, kind of electric barriers, you died as well. And it was get from point A to point B. Um, different things got introduced as you went through the levels. So I think we got into zone 10 of 10. Oh, wow. So we Good almost progress. got through most of it. Um, you get to a point where you had to flick switches in order to turn off barriers and it became more puzzle-like and just introduced some nice mechanics, some interesting stuff. It felt quite um, solid. The controls were quite floaty, as you'd expect, seemingly to make it more difficult. And you also had a dash button on A. (laughs) The funniest thing, though, we had two controllers plugged in and uh, I soon figured out that while Ollie was playing, I could just give the stick a waggle on my controller while he wasn't looking and force him into a wall. <laughs> Amazing. Versa. Even with that sabotage, you yeah. managed 12 achievements for 560 gamers. Yeah, it's quite, good. quite fun though. Okay. I think Mac is shouting that out as an easy completion. So mm, About an hour and a half, I think. Oh, wow. Okay, very nice. Okay, next week's streams. We've got a big one on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been uh, talking to the guys that are producing Extinction, and we have some codes to give away for that on Tuesday. So that is a two-hour stream for Extinction. You can win a copy of the game. It's full-price AAA game. Tuesday from 4 to 6 UK time. Uh, check it out. And then on Thursday, we are streaming an hour of Minute. That's just confusing. <laughs> uh, and then an hour of Dangan Fever on, which I've suggested we stream because it just looks crazy. So I might actually Dangan do that Fever one. Fever on. Yeah. I've heard of that. It looks, it's a vertical scrolling dancing shoot 'em up. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> pretty standard then. Yeah. That's why I like the idea of it. Mm. Excellent. Let's move on to news, Dave. Season two of the TA playlist has kicked off for this month. So it's going to be Sea of Thieves. So get on that if you want to participate. I think the podcast for last month should be coming any day now, so get ready for that one. Uh, are the achievements unlocking in Sea of Thieves yet? Well, some of them are, yeah. All the right, ones so- that are going to take seven years, <laughs> according to my estimates, to unlock on. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, um, regular news, we've got Xbox Live Rewards is going to change to become Microsoft Rewards in June. So Microsoft Rewards, if you remember that, you can kind of get 
points for doing searches on Bing, which I know is everybody's favorite search engine. Yeah. And then Bing. they do little quizzes and things you can do and you get points back for store purchases. The Xbox rewards has kind of, in my opinion, has just got worse over time. It was starting off as a really good idea and you could earn quite a lot of points and they just kind of taken away each month. But they're going to be merging that all together. So when if you do Microsoft rewards, you, every month, if you if you meet like the, points total you can get things like a month of xbox live and games pass and things okay are they achievable targets do you think um i think a lot of it depends on your spending okay like i think i'm up to about five and a half thousand points like you can do you can get three points for doing bing searches and a maximum of 90 per day so okay, kind of it's something you need to keep ticking over all the time, and then to buy like a month of games passes, like six thousand points or something like that. So it'll take you a while, but you get more obviously the more you buy from the store and stuff like that. Okay, game which pass. is kind of how Xbox rewards went recently. So there you go. Okay, we had some big news for retro gamers. Lots yep. of excitement about this one. So this has been, I think, it had been confirmed for the PlayStation before, or it was out on the PlayStation before. I'm not really sure, but it was always going to be a playstation exclusive and just like crash bandicoot a few weeks ago it's now been announced that spyro the reignited trilogy is coming to the xbox one so that's pretty exciting it's the first three games and it's going to be coming on september the 21st i think it had kind of been leaked a little bit on some online yeah. retailers but then xbox officially announced it yesterday afternoon um did any of you play spyro i played on the playstation one um, yeah, me too. Years and years ago, though, so I can't quite remember it. I'm just scrolling through mm. the screenshots of the article, and the screenshots look really good. If they're, um, if they're kind of proper remaster, mm. not yeah. just a not just one of those half-step remasters yet. No, I mean they're classic games, so it could be good. I, I remember playing the first one, but I don't remember it ever sticking in my head as being, you know, this is one of the best platformers ever type thing. <laughs> but it's cheap. Uh, the pricing's up. It's uh, thirty-five pound for all three games, which is probably around. Let me just check. It's probably thirty-nine ninety-nine dollars. Forty dollars, thirty-five pounds, forty euros, seventy Australian dollars, fifty-five Canadian dollars. It's been developed by Toys for Bob. I think those are the same guys that did the Skylanders stuff. You know, the figurines. Okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, so check that out. If you like those games, I think they are classic. Uh, I, the way I can tell if stuff was good, if I can't remember, which is like most old stuff, is when my Twitter goes absolutely nuts for it and loads of people were very excited about this. So even if you haven't played them, as Jack says, they look they look beautiful, the screenshots they've put up. So probably worth going back and checking. Plus it's three games for the price of one. I wonder if it will be 3,000 Gs would be the first question I would have. Uh, we'll find out soon. Yeah. Games with Gold for this month, obviously, in April, so you can now pick up The Witness and Cars 2. Uh, you've still got a few days as well left to pick up Super Hot if you haven't got that already. Oh, yeah, do that. Oh, Jack, you were playing Super Hot? Yeah. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, I haven't played any more of it yet, but it's been oh, okay. uh, been really good so far. Um, okay. I highly, highly recommend it. It's big TA score, though, so some difficult ones in there. Yeah. But if you don't care I'm about definitely playing, I'm playing that. Um, give it a shot. Okay, and then some good news for Shadows, Shadow of War gamers. Yeah, uh, Warner Brothers this week announced that they're going to be removing microtransactions from the game completely. So if you've played the game, you can you can go through the whole thing without buying them. It's not essential. 
but basically it was a way to you could buy gold and then buy followers and things in the game so you could sort of like skip over the whole nemesis system which i yeah. don't know i think you could build up your own army quite quickly if you paid for it i think yeah and the nemesis is probably system is probably like one of the the big unique selling points of the game yeah, in my totally so not worth missing out but so they're going to remove that completely i think gold's going to stop being on sale in may yeah may the 8th you won't, you won't be able to buy the gold anymore and then if you already have gold you'll have to use it by july the 17th okay so they haven't said that they're going to have they said they're going to change the actual game mechanics uh, no, because it was just—it was like just a time save, wasn't it? Yeah, they're just removing yeah. that shortcut. There, are, there are some other fixes, or uh, well, improvements and things that will be coming in updates over the next couple of months. But that was probably the, the significant one. I mean, I still haven't finished the story in that, so I probably would have been one of the mugs paying for the uh, upgrade. But I'm not going to put in 150 hours just to get to the end. Well, that ain't going to happen. You've got a few months if you still want to pay. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure how much of. I mean. Did it really impact the story? I'm not sure if it was endgame stuff or if it was just... Yeah, I think it was building up your... I think you need to build up your army at the end before you can take on right, big okay. final mission type thing. So it just removed a lot of the grind. All right. Another good news announcement, Gears of War 2, if you haven't played it already, quite old now. Um, it's it's obviously in Games Pass if you haven't, but they've uh, made... Game Pass. They've made some of the multiplayer map packs free. So there's four of them, the combustible map pack, Dark Corners, Flashback, and Snowblind, they're all free now. They've got uh, achievements tied to them as well. So, Snowblind's a bit of a classic, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I remember playing these, and they've got like, the Horde maps with them and stuff. So there's plenty of content in there, and they are free. So if you haven't done already, go and get on them. And hours of fun, in Horde mode at least. Uh, this weekend, WWE 2K18 is going to be free to play for gold members. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just on the game page. One or more services scheduled for closure on yeah. the May 2019. Yeah, we're willing in advance for that. <laughs> but yeah, get on that if you want to play it. I'm guessing it's going to unlock achievements if you do. So be careful of that if you are a completionist. Uh, yeah, completion estimates for this game range between 60 hours and over 200 hours on our estimate page. So bear that in mind. That's the kind of uh, time link to you liking games at the moment, isn't it? You'll be all over that one. Yes. Um, and then last bit, Hitman IO Interactive announced this week that they've teamed up with Warner Brothers and they're going to be releasing a definitive edition of the game in stores. So this follows on from all the other versions of the game that you can already buy the game of the year. <laughs> so, yeah, how does this differ from a game of the year? Does it have anything actually extra in it? Or? It's got IO Interactive's 20th anniversary outfit bundle. Oh, um, which is going to be available to purchase separately at a later date. Um, and I think that's it. It's just like some little cosmetic things is the, is the difference. But they, they did split, didn't they, from, I can't remember who the previous publisher was, so they've obviously teamed up with Warner Brothers and gone, we need to. But you do get a summer bonus episode, which I don't think is included in the game of the year. All right, okay. So they, I think they've just gone, we need to uh, get some money back for publishing yeah. you and we're removing microtransactions from one of our popular games so yeah we got paid for that <laughs> we got paid for it, of it, man, <laughs> with a costume in it yeah <laughs> cool back and back news yeah we had some new titles this week so we've got um, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and Divinity 2 The Dragon Knight Saga both the international and European versions I didn't like Black Flag can I say that 
I've given a lot of love for Ubisoft in the last month, two months. Didn't like Black Flag. Finished for Black Flag multiplayer, but I've never been inclined to go back to Astoria. It's too much sailing for me. I think yeah, I totally agree. Black Flag was like a better version of Sea of Thieves that had a story to it. So Right. Well, still not sold it to me. Um, <laughs> this one was Games of Gold for 361 as well, wasn't it? So, um, I think so, yeah. for anybody that picked it up on that and hasn't played it oh, yet. Yeah. And You're I right. think that pretty much makes all of the previous Assassin's Creed games now back compatible. I think there's one more, I can't remember which one it was. It was the one that was like a, a PSP game. And then okay. they released it <laughs> as an arcade game on the Xbox One. Oh, oh okay. Or on the 360, sorry. No, I can't remember. Not Rogue, uh, no? No. No. Okay. I should quickly mention that I went to an ID event yesterday. Thanks to Microsoft for inviting me along. Their offices are very nice, by the way. Um, I played, they had quite a lot of stuff on uh, available to play, but I only had time to play six games, including Daisy, which was really interesting. Um, I haven't played the Steam version for a long time, uh, but that game's starting to look very pretty. Uh, it's coming to game preview soon. Um, it has permadeath, which is the key, like unique selling point of the game anyway. But when <laughs> the devil's telling me all about it, how hard the game is, and then the fact that as soon as you die, you just lose everything that you've built up over the last 50 hours of gameplay, I was like, wow. Um, but he seemed pretty confident that console gamers would be quite cool with that. It's, it's the big thing on the PC version, so he was pretty happy with that. Um, I played some other stuff too, Starbound, Wargroove, Descenders, Trailmakers, and Below, um, and I will try to write up some thoughts on some of those games in the next couple of days. Uh, well, I also got some capture for some of those as well. What did so. you think of Descenders? Because I, pl- I played that at Gamescom last year, and it seemed pretty cool. Oh, did you? Okay, so all the games had devs there to talk to, apart from Descenders, who the dev had already left because he had to fly back to... Uh, San Francisco or some some crazy place. Um, so he wasn't there, so I just sort of played it myself. Right, okay. uh, but I enjoyed it. Out of all the games I played, it's the most sort of rich type game. Um, it's a downhill BMX sort of trick game where the tracks are procedurally generated. Yeah. And you get given a random challenge at the top uh, of each track, like um, do two backflips or don't take your finger off the accelerator and stuff like that. Um, but it's just you against the track. Uh, it was it was reasonably challenging. Yeah, um, the controls they were a bit like skate, so you could sort of wind up using the pressing down on the right thumbstick as you came up to a jump, which gave you a bit of a, a bit of a boost as you went over it. I had to work all this out on my own because there was no one there to tell me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was pretty good at it, as you'd expect. Standard. <laughs> I thought it was all right. It didn't seem particularly deep, but I was only playing one game mode. I don't know whether. When it releases, it will be a bit more. I would, be, I would have liked to have done some races against other other bikers. Did you do any of that? No. The, when I was doing it, it was kind of. Um, it, I think there was a few of us playing it, and it was like you had to try and get the highest general score going down, you know, like for tricks and things. Tricks. And it was like yeah. past the controller type thing. But I, I, the the publishers from Manchester pop around his house yeah, and uh, playing the latest version next time. We all live near each other. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Um, I played some below. I think that's embargoed, but I can just say that I had no idea what I was doing. There was no one there. <laughs> Again, they were all at PAX, and I was just given the controller, and that is a game that you need some guidance with because I just I was sat a long way from the telly. It, it was in the sort of loungy area on a sofa. Uh, there was a big telly on the opposite wall, but the, your character is about four by four pixels, so I really couldn't see what was going on. There was no clue as to what the controls did. 
and I was just walking around picking up fish. <laughs> uh, didn't really know. Spoilers. <laughs> didn't really know what was going on at all. So I would need to spend more time with that game because I, I didn't see its um, its potential. Because <laughs> it's weird because I remember when we – wasn't there an E3 trailer which everyone was very excited about below? I can't remember why they were excited by it. Who's the developer? Is it someone that's done something else or something? Capybara Games or something? Uh, I don't know. I remember. I don't know, but um, there was some reason why I that was the one when they when they told me the list of games that were going to be there. Below was the one that stood out as the one I wanted to see the most, but actually it was the one I didn't really have any clue the most. It's been another one of those games that's been coming forever, hasn't it? Like Cuphead was and stuff. And it's- oh right, okay. Well, it's not as stylized as Cuphead. It's, it doesn't look particularly complicated visually, so I'm surprised it's taken so long. Maybe they're trying to work out how it works because, like, I spent twenty five minutes doing it yesterday. Um, anyway, I've got some capture for a lot of those games, so we'll get some stuff up on uh, on the site soon. Uh, right, let's move on to the mailbag. All right, yes, yeah, so we had lots and lots and lots again, so we've had to cut quite a few. I'm afraid we really have. Sorry if you are included this week uh, from Nutty Ray, who always asks the best questions. It's actually quite sensible for Nutty Ray. Um, yes, it's very sensible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seeing as Easter's just gone by, what is your favourite Easter egg in a video game? Okay, so I was trying to remember any Easter egg that I could possibly remember. The only thing in my head was the, the GP Riptide ones where you have to go and there's like eggs that are hidden in bits of the map. <laughs> egg, yeah. That was literally the only thing I could remember, which shows how bad my brain is. But Jack immediately uh, remembered thousands of different Easter eggs. So Jack, just, name me a couple of good ones. Just remembered a few more, actually. So obviously for zombie mode in Call of Duty. You have the original? To, uh, well, um, it's in Black Ops and the last one I can remember it from anyway, but you had the zombie mode in that and you had Easter eggs attached to doing specific actions in there. They usually took about two hours or whatever yeah, they were like as a team achievement in related, order to do. Yeah. yeah, achievement related, which was always a bonus because like do the Easter egg get an achievement as well. And, and that's a great show. But then some other just kind of notable smaller ones, there's a load in Fallout. Um, so you can find a random fridge in the middle of the desert or whatever it is, <laughs> and it's got a corpse and an Indiana Jones hat in it. Oh. call back to uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which was the worst Indiana Jones film and shouldn't be classed as an Indiana Jones film at all. Passionate just about to, Indiana Jones, the private. Just, just, Jack. just to say that. <laughs> but, um, yes, um, I can't think of any more now. I need that list again. I had a big list of them. Uh, there's some in Portal. Obviously, you had the uh, Ratman room. Um some some in some fighting games you could like change character outfits and stuff in the original Tekken if you can remember that one mm-hmm. you had Panda and or you Bear and you could like switch to different outfits and jazz um, I, I remember one I can't remember which game it was it might have been a Saints Row game and there was like a sewer and if you went into the sewer there was uh, like the, the turtles were down there Oh, was this? Um, yeah, I'm sure they had different... was it Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, it might have been Sunset Overdrive, but I'm sure because they couldn't use the turtles, they had like different names and they were yeah like terrapins or something for the well. turtles or something <laughs> like that. Like. Uh, I think those are the best where they don't get the licenses, <laughs> so they've got to change the names or just tweak things slightly. Yeah, um, it's good Easter eggs over the years, though, definitely. I think it's like G- cool. GTA Five is full of a minute, but not. I think they're actually kind of they're achievement related, so I don't think they are kind of hidden away much. But do you like all the UFO stuff in that? Yeah, and yeah. Like if you swim away from the island, you can be eaten by a shark. I don't know if you'd class that as an Easter egg, but it's quite. It's just a random event that you 
potentially not expecting to happen. And like, there's one in GTA 5 as well where you can go hunting for Bigfoot. Like you're just in a woods yes. at a certain place and you suddenly discover him. But like they're kind of spoiled by achievements. Not spoiled, um, but wasn't fine. there a special animal you could find in Red Dead as well? As yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. Was it, a, it might have been a unicorn. I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Good question, Ian. Thank you. Okay, next question is from Tyler. Uh, Shadow of War announced they're doing away with loot boxes almost six months after the game was released. Did they see the error of their ways or are they using this as a last-ditch effort for publicity to get more sales? That's a good question. Cynical. I don't think they're going to get that much publicity from it. I might I might be wrong, but it's just one story in hundreds of stories that come out every week. So it's not like a, you know, it's not going to be our, our most viewed story of the week by a long shot. So I don't think they get that much publicity out of it. Uh, maybe they just weren't making that much money out of it. Maybe they thought it was morally wrong. It's yeah. possible. But, but it just... we don't know how they're replacing it. That seems to be the key question here. If they're, if they're, if they're basically breaking away to shortcut the game and not replacing it with any other way, then that just basically means it's still a massive grind, <laughs> which doesn't really solve any of the issues, I think. It just means you can't pay to, to shorten it. Um, did it affect anything online? Because there was the with your fortress and stuff you can build up, you get different items and stuff, couldn't you? And um, that gave you. Is there online stuff in there? Some. It's, it's kind of pseudo online, I think, isn't it? There's kind I of connected things where, like, if, if you die in your game, you might appear and I can go and avenge your death in my game, like, kill that character. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't even know that. Okay, but the kind of shortcuts and stuff you could buy, that didn't give you any advantage online. Any advantage against anybody else right, in, in, at all. You don't, you so, don't fight against anybody. So I don't think that it's kind of any moral reason behind that. I suppose it's probably just because they're not making as much money as they thought. Yeah, but it's like. effort for them to remove all that, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah. there is a cost for them to do that. So it seems like a slightly weird thing. Maybe they just um, may, might like cynical side. They might have get a lot of negative publicity. Anybody it. who's going to pay for it, will have paid for it now. So let's remove it and try and get a bit of good publicity. Because there was definitely people good who will, said, yeah. "I'm not buying it while it's got microtransactions in." So maybe that's mm. a thing. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. We don't know. We'd have to ask them. <laughs> I think we'll find out more when the update drops in July. Yeah. All right, question of the week is from Lee Adams, so I'll get in touch with you on Twitter and give you a choice of games you can choose from. Uh, following the success of the TA stream for the 10th birthday celebration, uh, seven to eight hours for him, and he was a winner, congratulations. So it's a double winner. Uh, what can the community do to get even more people <laughs> joining, signing up, and viewing? That is a really good question. Um, and what I would say is, well, firstly, thank you for joining us for the seven or eight hours of uh, watching us being stupid and playing some of our favorite games in the last 10 years because it was an uh, incredibly popular stream, by far the most popular one we've ever done. And it held up its uh, viewer numbers pretty much throughout the eight hours, which was amazing, really. Um, and I'm glad you won something. Does anyone know what you won? Don't know what you won. Probably a game. We gave away over 100 <laughs> games during that stream. Um, but all I'm going to say is that the community can continue to do what the community's always done, which is just to, to spread the word. Um, that's how TA has grown to the size it's, it is now. It's just people telling other people about gaming sessions, about TA score, about solution guides, uh, achievement guides and, and walkthroughs and everything, all the things that make TA TA. Just go and tell your friends about them because they will 
they'll love it once they get involved. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Or uh, yeah, to spread the news about the streams too, because uh, those are getting more and more popular too. You can win games every week. Loads of stuff we give away. Uh, so yeah, and we get you get to see loads of new games before they release or just as they release to see if you want to buy them as well, which is always useful. Uh, although we're probably not the best at showing off some of the some of the baseball games, it's <laughs> um, <laughs> fair to say. But yeah, just spread the word. That's that's how we've grown to how big we are now. So um, keep doing that. Buy buy some merch, and then when people say, "What's that weird thing on your shirt?" You can say, oh, "That's True Achievements, the best website in the world." Some leggings, CA leggings. Yes. So the guys we use for <laughs> the guys we use for merchandise, Teespring, have just announced a new legging range. So we can actually uh, create some TA leggings. Uh, let us know if there's any demand. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave's, Dave's put his name down for some free pairs um, already. <laughs> uh, right, next question is from Sam. Uh, do you think we'll ever get earlier warning for store delistings? Maybe it's too negative for story for Xbox to make proper announcements at a time, though they'd probably squeeze out a few more sales if they did. Jack? I think it's more down to the publisher for yeah. uh, these announcements. So uh, if they decide they do want to announce it, some of them do. Mm-hmm. Some of them say, oh, this is going to be disappearing at this time or whatever. And I think some of them, at the point it's going to be removed anyway, they think, well, I'd rather it potentially go away silently rather than <laughs> yeah, exactly. make a deal out of it. In the case of- it. Interestingly, yeah. our delisting stories are some of the most popular stories we have on the site. I mean, they are really, really viewed highly, which is interesting. They always end up on um, I've noticed that. Oh, that'll probably be why then. But yeah, it's interesting. So we, as we mentioned earlier, when we were talking about um, WWE, we already have the server closure date, uh, which is over a year away, mm-hmm. 13 months away. So they've announced that already. I think they include that in their instruction manuals on the oh, WWE okay. games. Yeah. Interesting. Which is so crazy because you think they've had the forethought to say, this is when this service is going to end. And they've got a definitive end date even before they've released the game. Which I think it's far easier for those annual. Um, it gives them a reason to bring out another, I suppose. As well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Reason to buy it again. Um, it makes me wonder if do you know, like when they upload the games to the store and they, they add all the information in, whether there's like a somewhere in there. I don't know if it's licensed. Is there a date that you need to remove it or something like that? Because some of them, yeah, just kind of. The, the old games that no, I can't even imagine some of the developers and publishers aren't even around anymore. It's a good point. Yeah. So it'll come down to the weakest link of a chain as well. Because if they've got some music or like a celebrity licensed in it or whatever, it's the first thing that the license is up on. That's yeah. the date they have to yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, it's normally music, isn't it? Normally music. Um, yeah, good question though. Um, I think it, I suppose it is negative publicity, but it's normally not just to do with Xbox. A lot of these are multi-platform titles because they is it's the ones that rely on the um, publisher's own servers that are the ones with the issues here. Unless unless we're talking about licensing, like Jack is mentioning, but normally it's because they want to shut down their own servers, so they tend to be the multi-platform titles. Um, so I don't think it's necessarily a, a, an, an Xbox thing at all. I think there can be instances where they've got good intentions and they do announce stuff as well, but they don't give enough information. So as an example of this Batman Arkham Origins, they announced that something was going to be switched off and everyone yeah. went a bit crazy. I ended up buying two copies of it and three other people I knew all bought two copies and we all double boxed it to boost the online. And then the date came where something was going down and it turned out they were 
like removing the ability to buy a costume or something. <laughs> so, oh, I've just wasted two weeks of well, there you go. boosting that's this game when I need enough. Yeah, they get it. That's why they went, sales. Um, are you and your mates? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have given them all ideas. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, next question. Last question this week is from Michael Chiasson. I'm guessing. Uh, would you rather see more remasters like Crash and Spyro that are older, or would you rather OG Xbox games made backwards compatible with achievements? So, um, interestingly, Microsoft announced, or Xbox, some of the Xbox team announced this week that the next Inside Xbox, which is coming soon, uh, which is then rebranded, well, not rebranded, just recreated a video uh, announcement program, um, is going to have a massive OG Xbox we assume backwards compatible announcement in it. So we're expecting a ton of new games to come to that. They, they basically did one batch, didn't they? Or even maybe two batches after they first announced it, they just chucked loads in. There was about eight that went back compatible. Yeah. Uh, none of them had achievements worth pointing out now. Um, but it sounds like they're just going to do another huge load of them um, coming very, very soon. So check out the inside Xbox stream when that, when that hits, I'm not exactly sure when that is, but I think it's relatively soon. Uh, would I rather that? I don't know. Would I, I, it's, it's far more likely that I'd play them if they had achievements, first of all. But those are just going to be back compat, and they'll have, they're not remasters. They are the original games, but they have some clever tech to make them look better. That's that's built into the emulator for the back compat stuff. So I think Spyro. They're not going to look anywhere near as nice as the Spyro pictures we were just talking about earlier. They're going to look like OG games with a little bit of a sparkle added to them. I'm far more likely to play them if they've got achievements, I have to say. I don't have that much time. Too much time in Ubisoft Open World games at the moment to be playing games without achievements. But I imagine there's quite a few people that... I mean, I had an original Xbox, but I don't remember there being that many games that I would love, you know, immediately run back to play again. I think most of, most of the good ones, anyway, have either had remasters. Or new versions. Yeah, or new versions. And again, it's rose-tinted glasses. You'll go back to it and yeah. just look... <laughs> Like <laughs> rubbish. Yeah. I think if you're going to do that, I'd much rather have it done properly, like the Spyro and yeah. the Crash ones. I'd like the remaster. I think you get the best of both worlds anyway, because if it's a remaster and it's coming out, it's going to have achievements anyway. Yes, exactly. So we'd rather that. We'd rather new games, I would imagine, out of all the, all <laughs> the options. Not that that was one of the options. Um, but yeah, if you missed out on some of those classics, then uh, it's an opportunity to go and play them again. It's potentially a great way, isn't it, for either like children that didn't live through the era of Crash or Spyro or whatever or whatever game we're talking about. And it's maybe an opportunity for them to experience it on a new console with graphics that are actually good and yeah. gamers that missed it, as you said. It's for the children. Think of the children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on to the new achievement list. Uh, quite a few again. So, got a minute... Um, which is 27 achievements, and we'll be streaming that for an hour. Um, 60 week. minutes. Yep, for 60 minutes. We'll be playing it 60 times. Uh, we've got ACA Neo Geo over King of Fighters 99 with standard 12 achievements. We've got Dangan Fever on with 37 achievements. The Adventure Powers with 31 achievements. Dead Ahead Zombie Warfare with 12 achievements. Impact Winter with 24 achievements. Owl Boy. 24 achievements. A lot of people are hyped about Owl Boy. Haven't oh, seen okay. too much um, publicity, but apparently it's nice graphically. 
Okay. Uh, Regalia of Men and Monarchs Royal Edition with 49 achievements. Battle Zone Gold Edition with 49 achievements. Atom- Battle Zone. Atomic- that was one of the first arcade cabinets I ever played was called Battle Zone. I wonder if it's like that it was like a tank. This is a remaster thing. with achievements. Okay, it's a good job it's a remaster because you wouldn't. I guess it's a remaster anyway. Yeah, it's got colour. Yeah, so it must be Uh, Atomic Heist with thirty-one achievements. I hope with ten achievements, and Robocraft Infinity with thirty-four achievements, and just a single DLC this week for Raiders of Broken Planet. It's Hades Betrayal with four achievements for one hundred and eighty gamers score. Okay. Dangan Fever, on which we're streaming next week, has an achievement called No! Which is good. <laughs> it's also got um, 10% completion level at the moment. It's only literally just come out, so you might have a chance of rattling through that, I reckon. Uh, excellent. New releases. Let's have a quick look. We are in April. Wow. The year is already disappearing. So today we have Dead Ahead Zombie Warfare. Enigmatis 3, The Shadow of Kakatar. So another Artifacts Monday. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, we have um, the Retribution DLC for Overwatch Origins next Tuesday, which is quite big. Uh, we have some costume pack for Shantae Half Genie Heroes. And we have Extension releasing on Tuesday, which we're streaming and giving away copies of. Uh, which looks fun. Owlboy is also out on Tuesday and Masters of Anima. And then on Wednesday, we have Bomb Slinger, Deep Ones, Robocraft Infinity, Earthlock, Wise Origin, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. And then next Thursday, we have an ACO Neo Geo game called Ghost Pilots. So loads of games coming out in the next week. Excellent. Thank you for joining us today. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll catch you all next week. Goodbye. Catch you later. Bye.